Welcome. We thank you for listening with us today. We ask that you please stow away and secure all important items. There are no emergency exits. So, just sit back, relax, fasten your earbuds, and enjoy. Coming to you from sunny Orlando, Florida, this is Funny Too Informing. Welcome to Funny to Informing, episode 143, the love episode for all you old school, uh, I want to say text, but all you old school pager and beeper heads out there. Um. We'll get more into that, but I'm Chris Pizza Peisenberg Coleman. This is John, no nickname, Hanon. Yeah, this is where we uh, focus on the jokes first with bits of information and personal stories and stuff from the news and sometimes interviews. And you, ooh, nice! You wanted to do the Put intro a, this week. Nice, neat little bow on that. Yeah, because I wanted to bring up the one forty three. It's episode one forty three. Uh, if anybody remembers back to the the old school days of beepers and pagers, that's why I called it the love episode. Uh, I don't think we're going to get to much love here, not with the way the world is now. But uh, just because of that, I wanted to call it that. John didn't understand the significance in that. I so well, kind of wanted to bring that up. When I was growing up, pagers were like on the way out, obsolete as fuck. Some people still had them, but they were like pretty much yeah, like almost done. Like yeah. them and phone booths went like <laughs> yeah. around the same time. Yeah, well, you, it's funny because you used a phone booth to follow up with your page. <laughs> yeah you get a page and you'd run to a phone booth and if you weren't changing now to be superman you made a phone call to whoever paged you and uh you knew that if they put 143 behind it though that meant i love you I that's see, the significance I, of 143 that i did not know well i heard multiple uh reasons as to what the meaning is behind that um i feel like we have our uh we're hanging out here at the word search studio this week as usual guys we got rocky hanging out in the background doing all of our uh our google research i feel like that's what he's frantically googling right now is the, <laughs> the meaning behind the 143 text and page but uh i heard uh, such ex- or such reasonings as um one of them was uh one one word i four a four-letter word, oh, yeah. love, L-O-V-E, and three, three-letter word, U, Y-O-U. So I didn't get that forever, for years and years, because I'm old enough to grow up. Well, because At one point, I had two pagers, because uh, I was, you know, like a thug. I had one foot of, one foot of hose, one foot of drugs, although I had <laughs> no hose and no drugs. Um, but uh, yeah, I was an idiot, and I had uh, multiple pagers. It was the thing you back think, in the day. You think that back then, it would be harder for stuff to go viral? You know, so like the fact that 143, or like any type of beeper lingo at all, right. the fact that it actually like circulated and, and became known. It was just slower. You know how you found out? You paged each other. Yeah. And when they called you back, you said, guess what? 143 means this. Pass it on. And then once. It was the oldest game of telephone ever. Once cell phones came out, all was lost. And oh, every, yeah. It was all downhill from there or uh, uphill, depending on how you look at it. But Rocky, let's get Rocky in. Uh, Rocky's got our background on the 143, if I was accurate or not. That's what I always heard growing up. That's exactly what it is. 143, um, I love you. One, one character, there four characters, three characters, I love you. And there was a bunch of those. Yeah, no, they were. The I beeper. mean, nine one one was another. Obviously, that's a more obvious one. Nine one one meant like, hurry the fuck up, call me back. Like, get to a phone, go home, go to a payphone, whatever you need to do. If your mom is rich and has a car phone in her Mercedes, go there and and spend five dollars to call me back. Whatever it was, yeah. There was a handful. I can't. Um. Oh, four twenty. That was a famous one for a young pothead as myself. Obviously, that means get here and let's smoke weed together. 
Um, there was, yeah, there was a myriad of these little codes because you can't put letters in the text. So you use codes uh, via via numerical. That is, uh, are there any more codes oh, that you're a, looking at? Yeah, we've got a handful. Uh, Rocky, look them up. Thank you for the so, background well, here. What are some I asked other... him what year the backpack was invented. He looked it up for me. <laughs> uh, but uh, 124, I'm dreaming of you. That's one I never heard of. That's a weird one. Nope. And nobody ever dreamed of me, apparently. Uh, 143, I love you. 180, yesterday. Oh, that makes sense. Yesterday, like turn around, 180. Oh, yeah. I never used it. Like a flip. N- nobody I knew used that, but it makes total sense. Um, 183, I'm busy. News to me. I do. I wouldn't have understood the 183 either. There, wow. It looks like Some of them are random. There's 114 more rows of this, but oh, man, it starts literally with the low numbers and goes to the high. 43 meant fuck you. <laughs> 32 meant eat me. I didn't know. Six is always. Like there's literally, it goes from low, low to high. You know that there, there was a couple douchebags that had like a laminated index card of like all the codes okay, in their here's, pocket. Here's what, yeah, right. It's super nerds. It was on their uh, Casio calculator watch. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, here's one. Okay, and I did. See, we would occasionally send this, and we'd be like, "Flip your beaver over." It's so funny. Fucking uh, five five three seven eight zero zero eight, just like on a calculator, boobless. Oh, right. Yeah, and then later when we had the uh, cooler, the cooler beepers that would like slide out of the case, and you could ho- keep the the you could keep like it was cool. You could keep the case on your belt loop, and then slide the actual pager out of it, when almost you- like a like a, a holder for your phone. So you could slide the beeper out of the holder, and then look at, and it was like instead of being uh, like a tiny screen on the top of the beeper. It was like a full or a full screen across the full face of it, so you get bigger alphanumerical shit on there, or just numerical. Sorry. So those would yeah, you put boobless in, you flip it upside down, and it would say boobless, and you would be like, <laughs> yeah, you'd be like boobless well, four twenty, and you'd be like, cool, no boobs, and we're gonna get high. You said that those were cooler, and I was, I was like, I don't know if they're cooler. They were cooler in the day, bro. Those were the cool ones because Ugh. then me and my friends would switch the because you know it was like all one like maker made them mostly like Motorola, right? Then it was like one model, so it was like the motorola 82c for instance it wasn't that but let's call it that so i would be like oh i just got a new motorola 82c and my friend would be like oh yeah i got one too and i'd be like what color did you get and he'd be like white and i was like oh mine's oh green my God. Yeah, no, and i'd be like oh i got the green one with the see-through you could see the guts and he'd be like cool man i'll give you the case and you give me your case so i would have a white case with my green and he would have a green case with his white that is pager. terrible and it was the coolest thing ever bro that's awful don't I you mean, hate on my fucking I, history I, sir no i can't even lie i used to have like a tamagotchi like when i like See, the, fuck you. The, like the pets yeah, you take care of? you had of? to fucking feed it, you piece of yeah, shit, and I, you're hating on my stupid fashion accessory of a beeper that was, I did not need, aside from my mother to tell me to come home and eat dinner. It was just to pretend that I had a beeper, like, because I wanted to be like my dad. <laughs> son of a I, I want to be like my dad. <laughs> Don't you dare make fun of me. <laughs> At least some people would actually send me 143 occasionally. <laughs> some other 15-year-old girl. And I got a fucking digital cat. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't stop eating. <laughs> oh boy! Enough about beepers. Can't um, even keep that alive. Yeah, we uh, we do have. Uh, we called Tuttle last week. Yes, and we have. We have uh, a lot on tap this week. Yeah, we actually have a Tuttle's ten. Yes, back uh, to Tuttle's ten, episode eight this week. Yeah, it's going to be about the future. Oh, yes, I like that we talked about the past right here at the top of the show because here at uh, right before the break we're going to go to Tuttle and hear about the future. Yeah, yeah. And Lord knows what that weirdo's bringing us. This <laughs> I week. know. Uh, Jesus Christ! You have what's up, Doc? I have a what's up, Doc. I watched a new documentary. Very interesting. We got to bring you guys the info. We got Digi here's um, some of it. You know, plenty is of Digi's be, as always. If some of it is going to be COVID or Not really. Or, 
try to dodge those as much as possible. Uh, that's what I'm working towards. I really want to get away from. But sometimes that is the news, so you have to talk on it a little like, bit. I mean, we've we've dodged a lot of the COVID and racism or whatever race current race war shit, BLM movement stuff that's going on right now. But sometimes it is the 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 headline topic, and you can't avoid it. Yeah, and I know, um, you know, like we got together earlier this week to kind of celebrate a little bit because we had made yes. uh, Orlando Weekly, OrlandoWeekly.com. Uh, it's a you know a daily is it a daily magazine no it's weekly as the title would suggest <laughs> <laughs> not every day not daily it's a uh it's a monthly publication that they uh work on weekly hence the name <laughs> and uh no but it's a weekly publication comes out on wednesdays one of my favorite publications in town i do not read them for their public uh or their uh political post um, I read them for their local kind of what's going what what's goings on and things. And I've followed the Orlando Weekly Best of for f- four or five years now, at least. They've done it for as far back as I can remember, honestly. Long before I moved to Orlando, the Orlando Weekly was here doing the best of. Yeah, and it we, is an uh, institution. We 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 did have to celebrate a little bit because last year it was a a complete shock, and it happened again this year where we got nominated for best local podcast in the local color section Absolutely. in the Orlando Weekly. Like Go vote. They're, Link they're, in our bio on Instagram. Yes, please vote for us. I mean, I know we already have a few. Tell a friend. Know, yeah. Give a friend the link. Ship it to him. Send it to him. Copy it from our bio. Send it over to him. Tell him vote for us. You know what? If, if not for us, vote for somebody else. There's a lot. There's so many great nominees in there. It's honestly an honor. Both years we've been nominated now to be among the list of some of the names of these shows. I won't lie. Some of them I've never heard of. And it literally opens my eyes to new podcasts in town. I'm like, oh, I had no idea that was a thing. Let's see what this is about. Yeah. But some of them are, you know, like I said, the weekly is an institution. The party, the best of party is an institution. Some of these shows and restaurants and things that are nominated have been in Orlando for as long as Orlando's been, you know, a thing on the map. So, I would, yeah, because like, th- I do want to say this, like, just vote in general, even like, you right. know, vote. Go vote for whatever you feel like. Yeah. Hopefully the- it's us in the podcast group, but whatever else. A Cavos is in three categories. Yeah, uh, for best cheesesteak. Yep. For best wings. Wings. And best pub grub. Pub which is like grub. Just bar food, which is what we do. And that's, so that's huge for us. And we're the new guys in town. So the fact that we're nominated not once but three times as the restaurant is like uh, really happy, really a happy moment for them. I know the owners are super happy to see that. They're promoting it. So vote for Cavos in those categories. Vote for us in the podcast category. And go- vote for whatever you like in all. The- There's so many. Yeah. and I, know I don't it, understand how you could vote for is, all of them, honestly. It's, it's as easy as, you know, you, you, you do have to sign up. So you need an email and, you know, you type in your first and last name and uh, make a password. And your zip. Yeah. So you do, you know, you have to sign up or have an email for it. But, and, and again, don't only vote for us. Vote for, uh, you know, everybody that you honestly support. You know, on a real level, don't patronize anybody. If you don't want to vote for us, don't do that either. Absolutely. It. No, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but we would appreciate that. Um, and like you know, like John said, we would appreciate that as much as we appreciated seeing the nomination this year, even more than last year. Last year, we mentioned it a couple of times on the show. We didn't hit you guys over the head, but we strategically kind of maybe every other week or two or three times on the show said, you know, it'd be great if you guys would go on here and nominate us. This year, it snuck up on us because of, you know, COVID and everything. And I just assumed it might be canceled. You know, lo and behold, it actually happened. It was still going on. It just got delayed. And uh, we caught it in time to tell you guys like two weeks or three weeks before it, it wrapped up nomination scheduling. And so when we found out, I literally kept saying, I think I said on the last show or the show before, you know, uh, it's not going to happen, but we'll be super happy and surprised if and when it does. And then sure as shit, it did. Yeah. So, I mean, that's literally, you know, that's 
Credit to you guys. It's, it's the best, best. Literally credit to you guys. Best Thank you so listeners much. ever. Best no shit. Friends of the show, best listeners, best group or community that we could have possibly have built, and hopefully we continue to grow uh, yep. with the, with the we keep building on what, what yeah. you guys bring us. The same type of awesome people that we've already you know been uh, in in relationships in cahoots with. Cahoots, I like that. Yeah, uh, you guys are our cahooters. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, we when we were out celebrating, we took. Uh, a photo in 3D uh-huh. yeah. or something. Well, a 3D I just, photo. I took a photo in regular, but now Facebook, before only the, like, what was it, the iPhone X's and the 11's or whatever would take 3D photos and post them on there. But now Facebook just gives everyone with a smartphone an option to take a photo on the phone and post it. And then one of the options for filters is a 3D filter. And they apply the 3D retroactively somehow to your photo. So, And I've never done that. So I was like, mm, Pop, I'm going to use technology. Well, make photo 3D. So I picked it and it looked great because I looked normal. And no, great. it did not look and great. John looks like a jaw jacked bitch. But it that's did. John. <laughs> I mean, that's just John. Let's just call it spade a spade. <laughs> it did not look great. Yeah, we, I mean, I, I'm now taking a hard stance and I've quickly realized that I hate. 3D photos. Are you I think looking they're so at other stupid. ones or, and comparing, or are you just going off this one? No, even other ones. I mean, my jaw was crazy distorted in that one, and people were shitting on it. They were like, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. It's a jagged jaw. That's what I'm calling you. They're like jagged edge. The 90s zip up. They were like, I'm trying to make John look normal, but every way I tilt my phone, he looks fucked up. Shout out to front of the show, Jelly, for trying to do that, but uh, it just didn't happen. No, but I've looked at other ones, too, and... If you're not holding it just the right way, then you see like the just so. like the background is like not there or it's a little well, like that's skewed. A, you're right. What it does is I've noticed myself when I watch these things or look at these things it, as you like turn the image, say it's just a picture of me or you or Rocky or anybody. It's a picture of a person and as you look at the picture and you like tilt your phone left and right, the negative space behind them obviously had never got a photo of that so it doesn't know what was there so it almost just casts like a gray shadow it's like a that trail extends yes it trails behind them because they don't have actual information on what was there you know so they just have to i, I think it's cool so use of technology you like that shit uh, yeah it's not the perfect but some photos work really well with it some don't like something i feel like if you were to stand there and take a picture of me holding a bottle or a can a can of beer you know and i'm holding it with my hand and i'm in the background and my hand is in the foreground i feel like that gives it the depth of of image that you need is it like the but not all photos just work that way is it like photos back then or like paintings back then where you have to stay still for like seven hours to get a good photo no i just took a normal boom instant photo and then it literally just applies a 3d filter to it afterwards Um, it's not even like a panorama where you have to hold it still or move it at a certain rate you just take a photo and then apply a filter post yeah i don't i'm I'm, i don't dig it for what it's doing i'm i I give it high maybe i'll come around to the idea sucks yeah i'll never take a 3d photo can't work out your hate speech but you got 3d (laughs) photos down Boom! Yeah. I got hate speech against your 3D photos, you son of a bitch. You uh, like you you said you did something or like uh, or something was happening with you. Oh, my life! Or that you had a personal story for me. Oh, you found a place to yeah. live. That's yeah. what it was. That, oh yeah, that's kind of a thing. So yeah, it looks like, <laughs> it's, like it's, it's not that important. Looks but like maybe. I, I finally got a new place to stay, and maybe we can have like a little studio set up over there so we can do some recording here at Words Hurt. And when that's not available. Do some recording at whatever, Rat's Nest Part D, whatever we're going to call it over there. Well, you need a place to live in general, and, too. Yeah, and that's great, too. Uh, having my own, my own space again, you know, my own room. Uh, this is going to be good. It looks like I'm just going to have one roommate, so we're just going to kind of split the whole house down. 
down, you know, down the middle. Uh, we're going to put that masking tape line right down the center so he doesn't cross into mine. I don't cross into him. This is my zone. Like, I'm Michelle Tanner, and he is the other Tanner. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm super happy about it. It looks like within the next two weeks, I should be... Uh, like on to the next, on to my next uh, place to place to stay for a while. Hopefully, it works say, out good. Hopefully, it's for close a, to work. It's Orlando. It's I'm I'm happy. Hopefully, a little while. You know. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Or, like because I I, I mean, know my previous places have been a year plus at each place. So and I would still have been at my first. Are you kidding me? I would still have been at a pod apartment. You know, the with Big Rick, if not for Big Rick changing that, it was his place, and he ended that. Me and so me and gone. Sam are, um, kind of. Oh, excuse me. Me and Sam are kind of shopping for a uh, like a house because I am kind of getting sick of the whole renting thing, you know. And mm, okay. I, and I I feel like we're in a good enough position, uh, you know. And and some of it is you know personal family and stuff. We want to be able to support other people too at the same time. But I would like to be able to, to instead of paying rent, pay a mortgage and work towards paying something off and maybe if we decide we don't want to live there then I mean, rent, they, rent it out and you're young move. if you got a 30-year mortgage you would own a house outright before you retired a 30-year mortgage is exactly what i would be looking at well that's what, what a mortgage usually runs is yeah 30 years yeah know? it's not that's, like long or short that's usually pretty average that's you that, can do shorter if you're fucking rich but yeah so i mean i as so i mean as much as you're looking for a place to to stay we're we're doing the same thing we're kind of trying to find a house um, no, but that's really cool that you actually finally settled on one. Um, I think so. Yeah. I mean, hopefully everything goes through over the next two weeks. I was just going to say, you know, maybe bear with us because scheduling of recording might change a bit because Monday is usually my guaranteed day off and it's also my new roommate's guaranteed day off. So it's kind of like a really good day for us to like get things done and bang stuff out as far as moving goes. So bear with us. We'll try not to let it uh, throw off the recording too much. Yeah, 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 of course. Thanks in and, advance. Um, also vote for us, OrlandoWeekly.com. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we have, uh, we've had some crazy spikes in the uh, the coronavirus I'm cases still waiting my test results. Any moment, dude, I mean, if the results come in while we're recording, that would be cool. But oh, I'm literally yeah. like, they text you the results. I've, it's, it's been since last Thursday. Here we are, uh, as we sit, what, Monday? It could be, you know, probably not today, but more like tomorrow, the oh, next day. Oh, man. I was so hoping I that, I feel like, like the weekend threw that down, you know, slowed that down. It gave it at least a day or two delay. Yeah, well, and a lot of people- Saturday and Sunday. A lot right? of people are getting tested now. And I mean, yeah. and, and you've seen it, and I'm sure uh, everybody else has, but if you haven't, like- Florida, especially, I think we're in the top five now. For- Florida, <laughs> what? We're, like- we're moving to Florida. No, no, we're not. Nine thousand cases in a day. We're staying up here in the Ozarks. And that was twice. It was like two days where we had nine thousand cases. I think was it? It was almost. It was eighty-five and nine or, or something some shit. like close that. enough. Right. It's like holy hell. <laughs> And, uh, it's a real spike. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it, it, so. Are we Spike still, TV changed their content? Is this Corona only? Is this considered the second wave or the first wave? Uh second still. wave. Still, first wave already came in. Yeah, people so are like, oh, second- it's the second wave. But then, and people are going, no, it's not. It's still the first wave. We just tamped it down a hair and we brought it back again. Oh, Rocky's got some. Uh, I asked him what year the backpack was invented. He's got some information for what, us. What do we got? All right, so in list of like most to you know going down to Florida, there's New York, California, Jersey, uh, Texas, Illinois, and then Florida. Oh, so New York is number one, absolutely New York by a long been. shot, they by a long been. shot. But they're also, if you compare populations, I feel like it's a giant difference. Oh, as they're well, super too. dense. 
over they, there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what? So, so that you mean makes the resident like intelligence what, or, or the populate? Wait, what? Is, what? Is, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is Florida sixth or seventh? Uh, Florida would be number six on this particular list. Actually, this was done this morning. Okay, so that's fully updated as we record. Oh, as is, this comes out, that'll be different. That yeah. is rough. New York has a whopping wow, three hundred ninety-two. 1,539 cases, and Florida is 141,075. Three times as many. Yeah. And, and I, mean, I wonder what not, the population difference is. Is it three times as many people in New York? I yeah. Wonder? I mean, it's not spiking Four times? Up, one time? It's not spiking up the deaths as much, but it's, you know, it's, I mean, still. Says you. <laughs> still, people Quoted are. one New York man. Good God. <laughs> uh, what do we do with that? Um. Yeah, anyways, whether we're in wave one or two, uh, we got to move on. Should we ooh, start the Tuttle's 10? You, before we get into Tuttle's 10, we got a uh, we got a listener email. We oh, never crap. get listener emails. You're right. So I'm happy to let me look this up here, and I want to read it to you. It's from a uh, you know, longtime friend of the show. He didn't say that he had to remain uh, anonymous. And it's, it's, it's a very innocuous email, so it's fine to say. It's from longtime listener... Big supporter of the show. He supports What's the Fuss also. Like, this guy loves a lot of local Orlando shows, and he supports us in everything we do. Uh, Jim Inzarillo. Thank you, sir. But uh, So here's a good one, John. Uh, let's see what you got off the top of your head here. Uh, apparently, uh, let's see. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Whoop, there's our header. Hey, guys. Last couple of weeks, I've been watching a lot of documentaries like Mr. Peisenberg. If you had to cast someone to a life story documentary, who would you two cast to play yourselves? Only rule is Chris can't pick David Cross. Jim. Oh, so I could use whoever I want. Well, yeah, because you're not okay. typecast like I am. So first and foremost, I'll give you a second to think about it because nope. I got to read, so I knew I knew what was coming. So I'll let me while I get, I'll give my answer and you can mull it over. There was somebody that said we looked like Jay and Silent Bob. That was very recently too. Which that would work, Kevin Smith and uh, I don't know the other guy's name honestly. Uh, Jason Muse. Jason Muse. There it is, like a cat previously meowed. <laughs> anyway uh yeah that was a recent kind of uh comparison I, that, that, I appreciate that that I guess. does kind of work but i was thinking hey lady you ever had your asshole licked by a fat man in a nope. flat brim <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah that was the first thing that came so, to mind something like that the, but i was thinking maybe who's that one guy jesse eisenberg is, is okay. That, is that the one that was in the social uh, network? Yes, that's yeah. definitely just yeah. He's very awkward, almost like uh, Michael Sarah, but even more weirder. Or Michael Sarah is a, a good one. Michael Sarah might work, might work for me. And or maybe Adam Driver, but Adam <gasps> Driver. Oh my a god, little... Adam Driver. Oh my god, if they just dyed your hair and mustache, oh my god, you're <laughs> fucking Adam Driver. <laughs> Holy shit, John Hannon, I never put that together. He totally is. Oh my god, as I'm I looking don't... at you, I see fucking. Okay. Kylo Han. Oh, seriously? Yeah, <laughs> Kylo like Hanan. I, a little bit, yeah, like a ginger version. Yeah, I don't. I don't the know. ginger stash. He's got more of a you know black, black hair, black stash, but dark features. Yeah. Oh, oh god. my god. There's the photo. Oh my god. As Rocky holds up Google images of this <laughs> fucking guy with his dirt fucking stash and John's dirt Good stash to match. Lord. Wow. We grow facial hair, obviously the same. It, Apparently, it, it comes in the same. Right in that stash and chin. Oh, that's boy. it. But, but for you, okay. to have to not have David Cross. David Cross is really taking me out at the knees, Jim. And I'll tell you because not only is it just like a go-to uh, in looks, the guy's from the same area I'm from. He grew up in Roswell, Georgia. That was uh, 20 minutes away from where I grew up in Marietta, Georgia, uh, both suburbs of Atlanta. Um, 
He's, uh, I feel like we stand on some things very close politically. Like, I don't know. Like, I really like, I, I feel like it's more than just a looks thing with me and David Cross when you get down into it. I'm never nude. I wear denim shorts under my clothes at all times. I never go naked. Um, You're a never nude. I was once a rejected member of the Blue Man Group. I mean, so many things. <laughs> okay. Um, Tobias Funk, all that. But, um, so I feel like David Cross would be a great one, but I don't know. Maybe, and I hate to put me even my hat in the ring with this guy, but I don't know. Uh, I, and I guess I'm just going off beard and chubbiness. Zach Galifianakis, even though I'm not Greek. Okay, yeah. Just in and silliness, you're, and you're like silliness. You like, know, you're tall. He's not though, and he's shortened. He's more of yeah. a more of a chubby dude. But I mean, whatever. You could make him look tall. They do movie stuff. They could always make him look taller than Adam Driver. To represent the height difference between yourself <laughs> I and I. Say, what if they did a together? documentary on us together, but didn't <laughs> use us, used actors? That would be cool. Adam Driver and Zach Galifianakis star in Not That Fucking Funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It kind of. Oh my does. God, there he is with the shaved head. He's. Wow. And he's got the sculpted beard. I've never seen that picture of him. I'm more akin to him with the, you know, the crazier hair. If he Here's was, him with a shaved head and like a nice prominent beard. If he was a little taller, that would totally okay. fucking work. Well, there we go. And I feel like he nails the zany. Well, I, he he nails, he does a good job at doing me in the zany department. I'm silly. <laughs> right? He's sillier. He's just trying to be me. <laughs> but I just, what I, I didn't mean to say it that way. But like, we're, I tried, yeah, that's maybe the category I would try to clump myself into if I had to pigeonhole myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, zany Zach Galifianakis. I could play a twin of myself from Hickory, North Carolina. That is not a bad one, I gotta say. Um, My name is Jack Galifianakis. Yeah, Jim, uh, or and, and anybody, uh, keep them coming. Uh, funny to informing at gmail.com. We Thank will you. definitely... Send us emails, we'll read them on air. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it's to what them. what we do. You just gotta send them. If we... we don't get them there, send them to me on Facebook Messenger. Thanks, Jim. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For so... the backdoor method on that, we never got it yeah. in the actual mailbox. I'm just found Finding out now that like some of the emails aren't going through. So if you have sent one, yeah, maybe and we find- didn't reply. Absolutely, know that we didn't get it because we replied to all emails. Let's not lie here, folks. We don't get a lot of messages in the funny two informing email. So when we do, we respond to them. Oh, if we would, have not responded and you have sent us some old email, resend it. We didn't get it. Yeah, or like Pizza Peisenberg on his Instagram or like maybe either yeah, just of DM our us, personal, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, DMs on Instagram or Facebook. It doesn't matter. Personal but. pages, group page, whatever. Wherever you want to hit us, hit us. We'll find it. Yeah, I get giddy when we get, uh, you know, questions and you know, you. Com- comments and giddy stuff. Giddy up, Jad Haddon. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> uh, okay, so now it's time Oof. to take a turn. It's giddy up right in the old Tuttle's Ten. And do the, the Tuttle's Ten. We, so we got to say that his opinions or Look, thoughts. I are, wrote it down. Oh, good for you. I've got a script so I can flub it. You ready? <laughs> of course. You <laughs> Here did. we go. Tuttle's thoughts and opinions do not reflect the thoughts and opinions of Funny to Informing, its host, guests, sponsors, or affiliates. Yeah. So now it's time for Tuttle's 10. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's 10 minutes with Tuttle. Greetings and welcome to another edition of Tuttle's 10. I want to thank the guys from Funny to Informing, John and Chris, for having me on again this week. Last week, I was on the phone with them, but this week, I'm on a new topic, and that topic is the future. Now, when I heard that the topic was about the future, I said, I need to get as high as I can possibly get before I do this rant. I got high. I'm getting to the point where my highness takes a lot more of a substance to get to that point, but I'm there. 
and I think I'm going to be creative as fuck. But while I'm at it, make sure you check out my podcast. Just search The Tuttle Daily Podcast. It's on all podcast platforms, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, 315live.com. Now, everybody thinks that the future is going to be great. We're going to have all this technology and life is just going to be easy. And that's because of all the movies that we've seen from our past, like Star Trek. We'll be able to have communicators, which we do, kind of like, well, hey, let's be honest. The next cell phones back in the day, the ones that all the rednecks had, those next cell phones, they thought, oh, Hey, we're in Star Trek because we got two-way communicators with each other. The first time everybody saw Back to the Future, they were like, Hell yeah, I can't wait to have a flying DeLorean so I'll be able to jet set anywhere I want to in the world. Then what kid growing up didn't watch Star Wars and say, Hey, I can't wait for the future to have a flaming laser sword that I could vanquish my enemies with. And if I was an optimist, which I'm not, I don't hold out hope for the future. But if I was an optimist, I would have this type of future in store. Oh, he's about to tell us about the future. Okay, we're all right. So quickly on what he's gone over. Uh, yes, hoverboards. I thought um, I was. I was very like, please, please make it a thing. Hoverboards well, from Back to the Future Two. I was what? I was like twelve or some shit when that came out, or not even. I was under ten, and I was like, please, that'll be real, right? Yeah, and hasn't the, happened. I'm upset. The hoverboards they came out with now are very misleading. No, no, no it doesn't hover. It's yeah, it's yeah. a fucking two wheels. It's different thing. It's not it's a hoverboard. terrible. Yeah, flying cars. Thought that would be real based on the Jetsons, and uh, you know, we're we're going. I mean, there are no roads. <laughs> not like flying cars, but at least like ones that kind of came off the ground a few feet. Hover cars. Yeah, yeah. Same yeah. thing as a hoverboard. hover cars. Hoverboards. Right. Yeah, I I did see that. I'm disappointed that didn't happen, right? Uh, Okay, cell phones, yes, definitely happened. That was like a thing from Star Trek. He mentioned that, that he was right. Absolutely, it was like a two-way communicator. It was like, oh my God. Uh, Even like, okay, here's one he didn't mention that I as a kid loved. I just thought of this, um, which is now a thing. Uh, And Dick Tracy, old school comic. There was also a movie featuring Warren Beatty. He had a wrist communicator. Oh, he would like literally, a, he could call people on their phones through his wrist. Oh, like and a, he was, and the the comics were set in like the forties or whatever, thirties, forties, maybe. So it was way ahead of its time back then. But even when I was growing up in the eighties and nineties, I was like, oh my god, I that I hope that happens one day. I love the Dick Tracy wrist communicator. Now with the Apple Watch, totally a thing. Yep. You can make calls. It connects to your phone in your pocket, and then you can make calls and take calls from your wrist. It's yeah. amazing. Now with the laser swords, you know, like with yes. like with Star Wars, like when you mentioned when he, that, I, I don't know, I. I feel like we're slacking as a society, you know, as humans. We are not developing fast enough because I feel like there should be, like, they should already be in circulation. I feel like that's the military grade shit. If anybody has it, it's the military. It's like a laser bayonet. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, kind of. Like they're the ones trying it out right now. I, they, I yeah, I, I I want one, or I think we should be able to wield them. You know, right to bear arms, right? Isn't that our <laughs> right to bear laser bayonets? I mean, it's part of the Constitution. <laughs> no, but so far, I'm kind of on board with what Tuttle's been saying. You know, or you know, with yeah. What do you see yourself for the future? Oh. Differently, maybe, or in addition to. I I do see. I think I see multiple layers. So like, there'll be like a first story kind of to Earth, and then they'll it's called be, apartments. They exist. There'll be a second story. No, but. Like, 
like, <laughs> but like even even outside of like uh, underpasses and overpasses on highways, I think they'll be like like just those extra layers. They'll keep, uh, they've got to build up. Everything must build yeah, up. Yeah, there's no more room to expand out. So the future the future is going to be very layered, where there's going to be like five mm-hmm. l- like like heights, different yeah, yeah, heights yeah. of highways Levels. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, level one, level two, and it's probably based on like hierarchy. You know, social status, right? Like yeah, or, or carpooling. or, yeah, one or, percenters versus the 99. We're on the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's what I think. And it's more congestion. I think it's going to get absolutely. Very, a lot busier. The population, bro. More baby making. It was well, funny. <laughs> you mentioned population. I feel it might be in the category of population control, COVID. Uh, just like the, I just feel like people are going to be more aware of things like this going forward. Masks will be a thing. Maybe not mandated at all times, but there will. I feel like going forward, there's going to be your maskers and your anti-maskers, like it's going on right now. Maybe not as politically charged as it is at this moment, but people will still wear masks versus others. You know, will choose not to. Yeah, yeah. Whether yeah. they think it's a freedom or not, uh, I think that's definitely a thing that we're going to look at going forward. Yeah, not bad. I uh, so I'm excited to. So hear. let's see where he goes. He got good and roasted. Yeah. What, what what's what's the future look like? Speaking from of roasted, Tuttle's getting roasted. 2075, we make a breakthrough where we're able to communicate with plants and talk to them. And we find out from them, yes, it does hurt. When we cut them down for paper and and toilet paper to be able to wipe our ass. How would you feel if you were chopped down and your corpse was used to wipe somebody's ass? That would be like, when you die, I'm going to take your limbs and I'm going to wipe the most disgusting shit that I've ever taken in my life just to clean up and i'm gonna throw you away like you were nothing okay well he took a hard <laughs> stance right off the bat go figure tuttle no is known for doing this but uh my thing here is uh really you're gonna wipe asses of those living with those of us dead or or alive you're gonna kill us so you can wipe your asses with us when we could be perfectly good food what a future we're food look at <laughs> yeah. any movie alive have you heard of it they plane crash andes they live on the ass cheeks of the fucking dead people buried in the snow they're 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 maintained and they're kept fresh by being packed in the snow they slowly eat the ass cheeks until they're the the rest are safe uh <laughs> soylent green for god's sake soylent green is people charlton heston's been screaming it for decades yeah that's uh we're food And even after all the years of poor treatment by us and plants, they share their secrets with us and they teach us the secrets of photosynthesis where we no longer have to eat. We end world hunger with our alliance with all plant life. And after decades of world hunger being ended, cows, since we no longer eat cows, they multiply and become the dominant species on planet Earth. Wait, how did he jump to the cows being the dominant species because we no longer eat them? I think he went over it. I just missed it. I was really getting high. Uh, but no, <laughs> but yeah, this guy's really stoned. And yeah, uh, so wait, wait. We're not eating cows no more? Because I'm still eating cows. You ain't stopping me from eating no cows. I, I don't see us not. We're, we're Hindus now? I didn't get that memo. <laughs> Yeah, I don't see us not eating cows. I, I never see that happening. And then them becoming the dominant species. I ain't eat, I ain't not eating no cows until there ain't no cows to be eaten. No. <laughs> if that makes any sense, I, I email us, funnytoinforming.com. If, if there's an animal that dominates it, like maybe a silverback gorilla or something, is what dominates the, you know, the, the species as a gen- like or every everybody on Earth or everything and everybody. Okay, yeah, gorillas rule now? You know, like that's, that's more likely your... than cows. Uh, yeah, but probably. Well, we'll, we'll see where where. Oh, wait, he's logic? Going. No, back to Tuttle. <laughs>
Now, we all know and think that cows are vegetarians and they're a peaceful race of species, but they're not. They develop a taste for human flesh and can't get enough of our women's milk. And their children are ripped from their arms to be just put in a box so they can have more tender meat. And after years of human flesh consumption, they franchise this so it's easy for people to consume human flesh. And these cows, they don't forget. Cows never forget. And then they ridicule us by this billboard campaign of us up on billboard saying, eat more Mexicans. Then as a big final fuck you to us after the years of abuse, the bovine race, they start putting our heads on pink Cadillacs in the state of Texas. But our enslavement doesn't last forever. A couple of decades later, little did we know a movie that we made back in the day by the name of Babe. And the way that we portrayed pigs in that movie helped us get liberated from our cow oppressors and we started to get equal rights. We were still segregated from humans to cows and we turned a blind eye when they called us the H word. I don't know if I can say this, but they called us humies. And even when we tried to take the power of that word away from the cow oppressors, they were like, oh, why is it okay for them to say humies, but we can't say humies? Well, hey, guess what? That's our word. I can say it. I'm a human. And then after a couple more decades, we start getting treated as equals. And us as humans, we're back to where we were before, but everything changed. After years of evolution, the woman's clitoris develops into a penis-shaped phallic member. And we no longer as men are the ones that impregnate. We're the ones that are getting impregnated and have to carry kids to full term, just like a seahorse. See, now he's just flipping everything. Up is down, left is right. Male is female, cows are God. We will not spank the monkey. The monkey will spank us. And as you can tell by my psychotic rant I just went through, I overdid it and gimmicked up too much and got way too high. But that's on me, guys. It's not on you guys from funny to informing. But all kidding aside, the one thing that I know for sure that the future holds for us, we're going to get rid of all this racism that we're dealing with in our country right now. And it's just a simple fact. A new study just came out and Caucasians are now the minority when it comes to teenagers. Not the current population that we're in right now. Yes, Caucasians are still the majority here in the United States, but that's coming people because Caucasians are the minority when it comes to teenagers right now. And that's just going to build and build and build. There's not going to be black. There's not going to be white. There's not going to be Mexican. We are eventually going to fuck ourselves into one singular race. I know this is a short one, guys. I got a lot of shit going on. Hope you understand. I love John and Chris from Funny to Inform Me, and I appreciate everything they do for me. So thank you, guys, and I'll get back to normal next week. Thank you, Tuttle. Thanks, Tuds. Another Great installment from Tuttle. I knew when we asked him about the future, we were going to get some kind of crazy interpretation. Who knew what it was going to be, but I knew he'd take it to Vagina at one point. I think he mentioned Vagina once, so it was, yeah. for all you guys playing, that's uh, over under one Vagina reference I'm impressed this week. But uh, yeah, I like that he, he I, you know, I'm just, good luck living up to being normal next week. That's his own claim. I'll be back to normal next week, guys. 
Yeah, that we'll won't. see about that title. When's the last time you were normal? That'll never happen. Never. That's why we have you on our show. No. Uh, yeah. Definitely check out his show, um, the Tuttle Podcast. It's on every day, right? Yeah, it's a daily podcast. Uh, yeah, it's like the Tuttle Podcast when you search for it, but then on each heading of each show, it's called the Tuttle Daily Podcast. He does it every day. It's about half an hour, give or take. He's passed over a hundred episodes now. He's really plugging away at it. Yeah. And he fi- it's amazing. He finds the time to sweat his ass off in the PT Cruiser studio enough to do his own show and then our show every week as well. Uh, T-U-D-D-L-E. Um, Two yeah, Ds, dumbass. Yeah, it's just Tuttle um, on Instagram, uh, YouTube.com slash Tuttle, uh, Facebook. 315live.com. Uh, 315live.com, Twitter. Uh, yeah, yeah, and he helps us out a lot, so we want to promote him. And um, and we're he's helping us make a push for the at Orlando Weekly, you know, nominations for best local podcast in the local color section. He's helping us out a little bit because we want to really try. We want to see what we can do ha- this year. We got nominated last year. We we squeaked in and got a random nom this year. Let's see what we can do with it. Honestly, I just hope that there's a party still, so we can just <laughs> yeah, drink and let's just, get, yeah, let's make the party eat for free. Yay! Ooh, and samples. So, I love that. And yeah, then, samples are fun. You get in a little bit before everyone else. So you drink tickets. You score some drink tickets from friends that you see in there that aren't using them. It's a, it's a good time. Yeah. Uh, help us get there. Um, all right. So we'll be right back after a uh, mashup that we have. Absolutely. Uh, We've got a great mashup this week. Following the theme, we're going to go to break on a mashup of course. This one is uh, topical, though. Future Mask Off featuring Kendrick Lamar, Humble. Ooh, I like it. This is episode 143 of Funny to Informing. I love you. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Welcome back to Funny to Informing, episode 143. I'm John. That's Chris Pizza Peisenberg Coleman. I love you. I love you. Episode 143. Only on this episode will That's, I love you. Oh, really? Fuck. This is the only time. It hurts my heart, John. <laughs> hurts my heart. The uh, we had to put in a song like uh, like unmask yourself. That was a great. I I really like that because I like both the original songs. They're obviously uh, Kendrick is great, and that uh, okay. So here's the oh, and be humble. Mask off. Well, okay, Kendrick with the song "Be Humble." We're humbled with the whole uh, the whole Orlando Weekly nom. Yeah, and then the song is called "Mask Off," and who's the artist? Future. Future. How wrapped up in a fucking bow is that? Tuttle talks about the future. We were addressing was, the COVID and we the masks. Can't, we can't theme it any more than that. That's the most theming I get, guys. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That one hurt my head. It just fell into my lap when I was searching, and I was like, let's go with it. I happen to love both songs, and it wasn't a shitty mashup. I found a handful of similar mashups with some of those things that were just shittily done two beats laid on top of each other instead of how they're properly done with one layer of beats with a different songs lyrics over it it was done right so yeah i felt it was very fitting so and, here we are plus the whole political movement of fuck it mask off there's so many of those karens out there right now oh my god that debate is forever don't get me started on that west palm beach uh the city council meeting you saw some of those oh clips, my right? God. They're like, I don't that wear underwear. Angry. Yeah, because for the <laughs> sa- I don't wear a mask for the same reason I don't wear underwear. Things need to breathe. Oh, Sorry your breath smells like a pussy, bitch. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. whoop, too far? My bad. Whoa. Let's walk that back. <laughs> whoop, edit that out. We're, we're nominated for Orlando's Best. We can't have that in there. That seems personal. <laughs> like you, like- it just, it's fucking ridiculous, and those people anger me when I see that stu- that, that stupid, that stuff. I was going to say stupid and stuff. Stupid stuff. When I see that stuff, it makes me mad. That stuff is stupid. <laughs> it really is dumb. Um, uh, we have a beer that we haven't tried. Yes. I, okay. This is very ever. fitting. I This was, you know, how uh, occasionally at, uh, I get hooked up at work with the, the little beer here or there. I was sitting at the bar the other night uh, having a beer after work, and I saw this in the cooler behind the bar, and I said, is that like a gay pride beer? It has a rainbow on it. And I'll take a picture so we can uh, post it in the group and you guys it's, can see uh, it. It's Pride Month. But yes, with it being Pride Month, they had it. A distributor brought some by. They had extra ones. It's out of uh, Shipyard Brewing, which is up in uh, Nor'easter up there, up there in John's area over oh, there. Oh, over there. Like, it's like it's, I actually think it's Maine. It's in Maine. It's way up there. Oh, over there, eh? way up a right. Way up up there by the mooses. Oh, uh, over uh, there. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, called, it's called Hoppy Pride Pilsner, and it's instead of Happy Pride. Uh, it's a play on words, and it's got the it's got the rainbow flag right on it, and it's a like it's a pilsner. It's four point six percent alcohol. It's a big old sixteen ounce pint can, and I felt like let's give it a shot here on the show to celebrate the ending of Pride Month as we leave Pride Month and head into July Fourth of July. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, yeah, Fourth of July Independence Day is right around the corner, so we're kind of jumping from Pride Month into Independence Day. Yep, and uh, you know, independent with pride, as I like <laughs> to call it. Yeah, I'm gay and I'm alone. Yeah, let's. Uh, but I do want to try this Pilsner. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, strong, Pilsner. strong open. Yeah, do you like that? From uh, uh, from shipyard, but I really I really do like the can. The can stood. I like I said I saw it from across the bar, and they were like, "Oh, we have two cans left. Take it home. We don't want it." And I was like, "Okay, cool." And I'm literally when I, it was given to me, I immediately said, "I'm going to take this and drink it on the show." Are we Are we sharing our germs? Are we sipping out of the same one? Are you worried about it? We've been like fucking hanging around each other side by side forever. J- Rocky's bringing us glassware, so we're not animals. Oh, good for yeah. Thank you, Rocky. <sighs> COVID things in force. Saving the day. Poor right. poor me, sir. Yeah. It's uh you know a beer color. It smells like good. A cream soda. Does it smell good? Let me smell it. It smells I mean, great. Smell it. 
Like yeah, like that. Oh, it does smell. It smells it, good and fruit and like fresh and hoppy. It really effervesces. It's called hoppy pride. It's not just about having pride in how we make our beer. It's about having pride in who we are and what we choose to stand for. Our hoppy pride pilsner is a creatively drinkable, crisp, clean, fun-loving pils. Its unique blend of hops blast flavors of orange, citrus, floral notes, and slight spice through your palate with a sense of individuality, which stands up and shouts, "Love is for everyone!" <laughs> I, Happy Pride Pilsner. I definitely got the uh, the citrus the notes. It's it's super. It drinkable. smells good. I'm gonna give it. I'm give it a try. Give it another sip so you can rank it here in a second. Yeah, it's a uh, really drinkable. Um, mm. it's it's really easy going. It's not too bad, right? Ooh, it wallops your palate. It's actually. Packing punch of potent oh god potential hops. The it pe- is good though. The pee alliteration. <laughs> oh, it's plentiful. It- <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a uh, yeah. It's not too bad with the back taste. It doesn't overpower it's your producing senses. procurement. Oh god! I'll look at my palate. I already said palate. That's a repeat. But uh, no, I really like it. Like as soon as I drank it, as soon as it hit my mouth, I was whoosh, like whisked away into a land of pride. But uh, one out of ten. What do you? <laughs> Uh, for a pilsner, it's very hoppy. I like that, which is kind of IPA ish. I'm uh, I really like this beer. I would would drink again. I uh, would do an out of ten here. What are we doing? All right, yeah, it's, uh, I, eight I, out of ten I would would, get, would smash again. I would give it a nine. Yeah. Okay, it's a high marks. Eight five. Fuck it. Take eight. it back. <laughs> eight five. Yeah. So that's seventeen and a half out of twenty. Nice. Cheers I, to you, Hoppy Pride. Way to uh, end Pride Month. Shipyard. They, uh, they Shipyard Brewing out of. Uh, some Portland, Maine, over they, there. You Mainer? Yeah. Well, and I didn't want to go the whole month without mentioning Pride Month, you know, so happy Pride Month. So and we'll just book or shoehorn it in right there at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just way, to, way to give it its due. <laughs> Better late than never. Bitch. I guess you're right. I don't we know. We didn't mean um, to do that, but we, that's how it went. We uh, we have What's Up Doc, right? You saw a documentary this week? I did see a documentary. We'll play the intro, and then I will try not to flub my intro portion of it. Let's Away we go. go. What's up, Doc? Mm. What's up, Doc? This is heavy duty, Doc. This is great. Mm. What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? Is there a doctor in the house? I'm a doctor. What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? We really mean it. What's up, Doc? What? A segment where I like to bring you a review of one of the many documentaries I've seen. The trick is not spoiling it. I never want to have it ruined for me. I don't want to know what happens at the end of it. Oh, so, okay. So we'll skip this and just go right into Did You Hear? (laughs) (laughs) My bad. Oops. We're done here. Moving on. Yeah, just a little bit of the details, enough to tease me and make me want to watch it. Okay, well, this one was very interesting. Uh, I think I've seen it while I was scrolling around. I think I had put it in my list and it was just there. And I happened to see it over the weekend and I thought, this looks interesting. Let me... Watch a couple minutes and see what this what it's about. Ooh, I think yeah. I watched the trailer, actually. It had a two-minute trailer. And I was like, let me see what this is about. It's called uh, Three Identical Strangers. And I was like, okay, let's see what this is about. And I jumped into it after I watched the trailer. The trailer was very intriguing. And uh, it's about, uh, well, obviously three twin brothers, all born in 1961. All of them were uh, were Jewish. 
and born to a Jew, obviously a Jewish mother and father. The mother, uh, obviously, they were uh, there were three. The reason they're strangers is because the mother could not raise them, gave them up to a Jewish adoption agency. Apparently, back in 1961, that was like a big thing. There was like Jewish adoption agencies and like you know uh, white Anglo-Saxon adoption agencies and uh, African American okay. adoption agencies. They kind of specialized in different you know whatever races, cultures, well, when, whatever. When you first hear the things title, were more segregated when, back then, obviously. Yeah, when you first hear the title, you're thinking three people that are not related at all. Well, the reason they're identical like- is because they're, these guys are brothers. So it in it took uh, twenty years, twenty years after they were born. One of the brothers attends uh, a college. They're all, ironically, live in New York State. At, at 19, uh, one of the identical twins attends a community college. He's walking across the campus his first day of freshman year, and uh, everybody, his name is Bobby Shafran, S-H-A-R-F-A-N, S-H-A-F-R-A-N, excuse me, Shafran. It's a weird name when I look at it. But yeah, Bobby Schaffron, he's walking the campus his first day of freshman year and everyone on campus is coming up to him and hugging him and saying, Eddie, I'm so glad you came back. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. He's being called Eddie all day. To the point he starts wondering, what, what is this Eddie shit? Why is everybody calling me Eddie? Who are you people? He reports to his dorm and someone in his dorm, not his dorm roommate, but someone in his dorm building was apparently friends with this Eddie guy the year prior. He walks in the room he says, Eddie, the guy turns around and says, I'm not Eddie. And the gentleman who saw him immediately said, oh, my God, you're not Eddie. You have a twin brother. He gave him Eddie's contact information. Eddie, ironically, also lived in upstate New York, less than 100 miles away from where he was at. He contacts Eddie. They eventually, shortly thereafter, meet up in person, immediately realize they're twin brothers. They literally are identical like this is one of the cases of twin brothers identical twins that really really look is identical well and there's certain times too where maybe after talking to somebody for two minutes you know right away that if they're your brother or not oh oh have you seen your dad or ever talked to him no never talked to my dad he he you know uh, something about a car accident oh my dad car accident too like and then all of a sudden it just like well, for these guys, they were adopted. So their whole thing was when they first met, it was, uh, were you were you an orphan? Were you adopted? Yes, I was. Boom, right off the they bat. They were both adopted to different families, obviously. Well, so these guys became famous in their little, in their nook, in their area of the country, the upstate New York, Catskills Mountains kind of area. And there's a third one. They became famous. It was only when their picture was distributed in a local newspaper that someone saw their pictures and said, holy shit took it to their boyfriend, husband, whatever he was at the time, David, and said, David, there's two of you, and they're here in upstate New York. <laughs> what? And literally, they all, and they all looked exactly alike. So he reaches out to them. He calls their family, tells their family, I think I'm the triplet. I, these, I, I'm looking at a picture of two of me and he's got in the, the paper same, right now. He's got the same story. I was adopted, too. And he was also adopted. Oh, Born July man. 12th, 1961. All of them know their birth date. All adopted to three different families, all within 100 miles of each other in upstate New York. See, and, and if it wasn't for, like, crazy odds, they would have never found each other. Or, like, they would have never came across the fact that there was two other versions of them out there, like, their they, siblings. They would not have. And, uh, well, I don't, again, it, the challenge here is not spoiling it, but making you intrigued enough to want to watch it and find out on your own. But there is a lot of more information than meets the eye. Really? Obviously, yes, there was, uh, there was some more clandestine activities going on with their adoptions. Than than you would than you would think uh, on face value. Uh, apparently, um, 
you know, they were all adopted through the same agency, uh, a Jewish adoption agency, which is now uh, since been, then been closed down. But it was a controversial one while it was uh, while it was open and operating. Um, and uh, they were let's just without again, without spoiling it or going too deep. Um, they were maybe they were uh, subjects of a social experiment, which is why they were because your first question is, why were they not adopted together? Why didn't they know they had these brothers, at least? Yeah. Why, why right? didn't one or two or three know about one or two or two or one? You know, respectively, whichever why, way it goes. Why does it take a crazy coincidence for, for them, them to, to find each other 20 years later? It shouldn't be that hard. Exactly. When they're less than 100 miles from each other. Also, why are they 100 miles from each other and they don't know? Yeah. Nor does their family know. Their parents have no idea. Their adopted parents had no idea that they had brothers. And now They were sold to the adopted family, adopted families as being only children. You just twenty three and me. So well, Nowadays, this was long boop. before twenty three and me. Actually, this they these guys were they were born in sixty one. They discovered each other in eighty. So the year I was born. So this so the things all the facts have then spun up in the forty years since. Oh, okay. as to what was okay. really going on there. But let me tell you, it uh, it left. It was not a straight through linear uh, documentary as we've kind of discussed in the past. Some of them are very more exact. You know what you're going going to get walking into it. The, the some of the uh, like the East Coast or the West Coast uh, documentary I watched about the origins of the LA culture and lifestyle. Right, I knew kind of what I was going into there. There was no jaw droppers or, or you know left turns. Yeah, like or crazy M Night Shyamalan ding dongs or anything like that. <laughs> well, in yeah. this, there's some M Night Shyamalan ding dong going on. Oh, uh, I love that stuff. Right, and uh, so I will say, definitely watch it. Find out for yourself what the conspiracy is. Uh, what really went on behind these guys and why they were three identical twins that had to find themselves 20 years later, less than 100 miles from each other. Yeah, that's, uh, that's so, super that's interesting. a head-scratcher. I'll, uh, I'll have to watch it's that It's available one. on Hulu. Hulu, yep, that's what I have. One of the, yep, uh, Hulu. Um, and it's from 2018, so it's fairly fairly recent. I think it was filmed in 2017. Yeah, and if you don't have Hulu, like you know, I, I would recommend getting it. There's so much on there. I will it's say a- this: please watch it. And at an hour and 17 minutes, creepiest moment of the film. Uh, just uh, you know, let, send us uh, some notification on the Facebook group, Funny Informatives, and let us know that you saw that and what your thoughts were. You'll know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about when you watch it. One I, hour, 17 minutes. I, uh, I just, What the fuck? I just finished the uh, the Hoppy Pride Pilsner. That went down so easily. Very good. Now, now that I'm through fucking talking and not flubbing, right? let me get some more flub juice. Quench your thirst a little bit. Reason I, uh, my flubs. I already went uh, want a little bit more as as I flub. I already went a little bit more. <laughs> I already went I, flubtastic I, over here, yo. <laughs> I want a little bit more of it, but uh, you know, it sucks we only have the one can. But should we get into the did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear that? Did you hear all up in your ear? 
Um, this is uh, just where we pull some stories from uh, things happening on currently around the news. And uh, This stuff. is where we earn our namesake. Am I right? This is where we get funny to informing. We're going to try to inform you, and then I'm going to try to say dumb shit. Interst- <laughs> yeah. Interstitulated between the two. Is the, that a thing? Interstitulated? Look the, that up. Let was, us know if I'm right. I was going to say deliver it funnily, and I don't know if that's nope, any better. Nope. <laughs> Interstitulated at least sounds intelligent. <laughs> yeah, mine doesn't sound any better. No, it does not. Uh, okay. Moving on. Um, we do have you know some fresh stories, but before we get to those. Thank you. We said we'd follow up if some things uh, changed or if any news broke here or things, like I said, things changed and did they? Yeah, well, okay, so I wanted to gloss over them, you know, not spend too much time on them, but uh, Bubba Wallace, you know, some people, we were yes, talking about it. We being, reported that. That was kind of a breaking thing last week as we yeah, reported. Yeah, and we talked a little bit about, like, oh, it might be another Jesse Smollett situation, or some people are accusing it of that, and right. then there were photos that came out it was of- the noose in his garage. Yeah, and they're like, oh, quote unquote. and some people were arguing, oh, it's just the pool thing to his garage. Right. But it is very- well, weirdly shaped like a noose. After we recorded, the FBI said they wrapped up their investigation and that it was just a pull string for the bay door in the garage that he was using that day, which is not his normal garage. It was just one he was assigned for this race, I understand. It. Yeah. Well, um, and, so, and they released the photo in question uh, of said pull string, pull rope for the garage door. It is in a loop. It would pull down a, a garage door easily. Um, but why does it literally look exactly like a noose? Yeah. It has like the fucking seven loops yeah. around it or whatever the number is. I don't know what that is, but I don't know how to tie a noose, but whoever did that did. And why would you make a pull down a noose? Why not just do a fucking knot or a slip knot? Shout out guys who rock with masks on. Well, yeah, just something easily that you could just grab and pull. You don't need that. Yeah. Like right? that a exact fucking noose. noose. What is that about? Yeah. And people are like, well, that wasn't his garage. So, you know, people didn't know that he was going to get that. And that maybe that wasn't directed at him. Maybe it wasn't, but it's still a fucking definitely a racist symbol in one way, shape or form. Yeah. Whether it was meant for him to be see, to see it or not, he definitely did. And I think it was blown up because he wound up with that garage and not some random white driver. Mm. I don't know. The, uh, That's, that, well, I guess we'll never know. The world may never know. Yeah, because pretty much the development with uh, from that was the, the the picture that got released, and you know, so now people can see for themselves and judge for themselves. Yeah, but you guys uh, tell us what you think. Yeah. Also, following up, um, we talked about Justin Bieber a little bit last yeah, week. There he was, was a whole cancel culture. He, he was getting accused of you know um, misconduct, sexual misconduct. I bit. guess is what you, what we would call it. Yeah, it wasn't sexual, but it was uh, definitely. Yeah, what's the? I don't know exactly what the word is. He was like, yeah, like forcibly kind of making out with a girl. And yeah, she, was, she just felt like uncomfortably like she was forced to stay in a well, you know kidnapped. Yeah, uh, well, not kidnapped. And that's, a, that's a stretch. Somebody like Justin Bieber has been in the limelight since they were thirteen, right. you know, or fourteen. So. Right. Uh, so I, and I think what we, the narrative that we had heard was that he took her phone and was like, Oh, don't, don't tell anybody. Yeah, he took her phone and then he kind of like forcibly kissed her and she, I guess kind of rolled with it at first, but then she felt like, you know, Ooh, you know, a little, you know, skeevy about it and then tried to back out and he was kind of a little forcible and then was pretty much like she wanted her phone. He was kind of holding her phone, not giving it to her. And then was very adamant about like, don't tell anybody about yeah. this. Yeah. And, uh, now Justin Bieber is, uh, he immediately of, denied all claims. Well, now, and now he's firing back fully because he's filing $20 million. Uh, Countersuit? Or yeah, lawsuit? Yeah, for defamation uh, of character. Of character? Wow. Uh, against the the women who accused him. I, I, I think it was only two, right? Two women? Yeah, I believe it was two. Uh, and uh, Yeah, it was definitely two because there was yeah. a second one mentioned. There was two, um, yeah. But I think a second was only a witness. It was only the real allegations against the one girl, I believe. 
Okay, yeah. The second was her friend and or witness. So, and I don't know if he's going to ever get $20 million so out of them. he's definitely denying it and saying, you know, he is not going away lightly and saying that, you know, and just like trying to pay this out or settle. He is countersuing for $20 million from a regular old folk. Good luck. You know who's got $20 million? Justin fucking Bieber's got $20 million. The, uh, yeah, I was going to say, the girls, like, who he's suing, does, there's no way that they have $20 million right? on deck just to pay Justin Bieber for defamation of character. And, I mean, who knows what, you know, for all we know that this could be a, a public stint for Justin Bieber to try to make it more convincing that he he's not that guy. It, yeah, it could be an over-the-top uh, deflect your uh, defense. You yeah. Know? Not, not only that I not, so much I did not, I'm suing you for $20 million, which you clearly don't have. Yeah, it's hard to tell. It's really, it really the payday is. was about to be yummy, yummy, though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you have the, uh, the first baby, of the year? Baby, baby, baby. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. Are we getting to me first? Yeah. Sorry, I was, uh, I was on Justin Bieber puns. Okay, breaking news, guys. Did you hear? Dr. Dre's wife, Nicole Young, files for divorce. Dr. Dre of Beats fame? You might also know him from The Chronic or The Chronic 2. Yeah, well, Probably, th- hopefully, more for the rap and less for the beats. And I know he's been with his wife for the longest time. Ah, well, you ask me how long, John. Um, oh, no, I want to guess how long. Okay. So 2020, I would say... F- 25 years close 30 years sorry but if it's if it's uh if we're playing prices right rules you lose for going over you want to be closest without going over 1995 is when they got together that's dr my guess. dre and his wife of 24 years are oh, ending their marriage no. she's filed for divorce nicole young filed the paperwork monday citing the usual irreconcilable differences as the reason for her split from dr dre i was one year off dre married nicole on may 25th 96 so they just surpassed their 24th anniversary they have two adult children together uh their names dre they have a theme oh their names are themed there's two children Uh, uh i think a boy and a girl i don't know these names could go either way plan a and plan c plan b never came (laughs) wow (laughs) i don't know truise okay and truly Oh, Truis and Truly. Yeah, T-R-U-I-C-E and T-R-U-L-Y. Truly like the drink? Truly like the sparkling cider <laughs> or whatever it is. Uh, so, yeah, they don't have to worry about child support, it says here, but uh, there was apparently no prenup, and uh, Dre's net worth, I already told you, I would have you guess here, but I, we were doing a pre-show and I had you guess. Yeah. It's uh, $800 million. So she's looking at quite the payday. Good it, luck, Nicole. Yeah. Dre. Oh, to be worth hundreds of millions. <laughs> Dr. Nicole, or Nicole Young. Her name's Young. So. I would love to live that life. Uh, wait, did you hear that? No, um, no, no, tell me. There was a Nevada brush fire, you I know, did. purposefully uh, purposely started. Purposefully or purposely? You're right. You were right the first time. Uh, purposefully. I don't know. Yeah, either or. I guess work. Purposely, uh, purposely I started. I think purposely is a slang that is not real. Purposefully, I think, is not real. No, purposefully is the actual word, I believe. Hmm. But anyways, um, they started... Rocky, what year was the backpack invented on purposefully? <laughs> they were doing a brush fire uh, in Nevada, kind of around Las Vegas. And there's some photos that are swirling around the internet. Uh, but it was ter- kind of turning the sky red. Uh, it was over 10 acres. Um, oh, wait, wait. It started... At 10 acres, and it uh, yeah. early early evening, local park officials said it had engulfed about 5,000 acres. Uh, Holy shit! Eventually, at some point, and uh, yeah, some of the photos really have the uh, the sky in 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 full bloom. Um, but what? Wait, so what is the consensus? Purposefully, purposefully is a word. So, but nobody Checks does out. Nobody does anything purposely. I think. Per- look, I've said purposely a million times in my life. I don't know if it's a real word. Is it a word? 
it's, it's, it's com- a common yeah. it's a common vernacular, but I don't think it's in the Oxford Dictionary. Oh, so. that's one of those things because people say like for all intensive purposes, but that's not right. It's for all intents and purposes. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Oh man, there's so many of those. I wish I could think of more off the top of my head, but there's so many of those that it, are just fucking blown. Like the common yeah the colloquialisms oh, that my are God. just stepped on. I hate when people say uh, you you could have. And I'm like, it's you could have, you could have, you yeah. could have. Yeah. Don't say could of or would of, because the of does not exist in that contraction. No, not of, you're right, absolutely. Yeah, right. it's would have or uh, or could have or should have. Uh, what's another? Fuck, man, there's so many. No, there's so oh, many. God. They're all. Over I just the had place. one in my head and I lost it immediately. Uh, people say nipped it in the butt. Oh, and, well, there's another butt it, instead of bud. Bud. Yeah, bud because it's like a plant. Bud. Yeah. You nip it in the bud and stops the growth. Yeah. Makes yeah. Sense. Exactly. You don't nip right. it in the butt. No. At the ass of things. No. Uh, you have another thing coming. Another thing coming. That's the phrase, right? You have another thing coming. No, people should say you have another think coming. What? You have another think. No. Why? That, I don't know. It says people say. Throw you, that phone in the fucking lake out back. Let's move along. It's full <laughs> Fuck of shit. This shit. Fuck this Android. Dude, I don't trust you. It says you have another thing coming, but people should say you have another think coming. Why? Uh, it, well, no, with some of these. What's are, the thinking behind that? Uh, let me see. It says hearing the full phrase helps a lot in this case of misheard phrase confusion. If that's what you think, then you have another think coming. Oh, yeah. Nope, he hasn't sold me. That makes somewhat sense. The original phrase is not grammatically correct, but it's a way of saying that someone's opinion is incorrect. Many people disagree on this phrase, though, so you might hear either way used in conversation. So you're disagreeing right now, so you're the the naysayer in that situation. Nay! Yeah. And then people say sleight of hand, but like slight is just spelled differently. Yeah, S-L-E-I-G-H-T. Yeah. Slight. Some of them are like the same. Oh, yeah, it's not S-L-I-G-H-T, right? Uh, Yeah. I don't fucking know. Anyways, yeah, that was a tangent from the uh, the the, fine. the brush fire. But That's fine. Uh, you go for your next one. All right. So this one came up kind of organically as I was looking for documentaries to watch. Not to mention when I found this, I later found out that you had just recently watched the movie in question. I had watched it just before you, and I was discussing it at work with a coworker, and he had just watched it. The pro- probably the same week you watched it, John. But uh, did you hear Tommy Wiseau, famous for the crazy wacky? movie the room i believe they call it the worst best movie ever made i believe is the moniker oh, they give it oh yeah like the worst bad movie the worst best movie the best worst or movie the ever best made best bad movie maybe yeah, that's what it shit. is yeah <laughs> I don't it's know. it's confusing but it makes total sense it's one of those yeah yeah but yeah tommy wiseau of the room fame ordered to pay $700,000 to another set of documentary filmmakers from canada uh, that he worked with back in the uh, early 2010s uh, on their documentary called Room Full of Spoons. Okay, so he was a part of that. He was a part of it. He helped them out to make it. He gave them background information. Uh, he let it all get finished up. When it was ready to be distributed and go live, He, uh, it, I guess he didn't like the way he was portrayed and the fact that it gave away some of his personal information, a.k.a. his whole name. Well, he gives away his whole name because if anybody's seen the room or uh, famously the disaster artist, which is not a documentary, but it's like a biopic on him and the making of the movie The Room. It's which pretty you've accurate, seen, correct, John? Yeah, yeah. You've seen both too, right? The original, The it's Room. A, it's amazing the accuracy. Yeah, yeah. It is. I've yeah, seen it's both. so accurate, and The Room is fucking terrible, but also amazing. Yeah, you you can't look away. To, Tuttle likes to get high and give us Tuttle's ten. Get high and watch that movie and just fucking giggle your ass off. Oh, and then oh. also watch the disaster artist. Highly recommended. But yeah, by the way, I got a, I got a text. From Tuttle saying, "I did too. I didn't check it yet." He though. said 
sorry about that really weird Tuttle 10. Uh, you wanted to know the future, and I got high and wrote it. <laughs> All right, there you go. I'm glad that I brought that up. And that was that. Well, there you go, Tud. So we love you. Thank you for sending that. But yeah, so I, I guess Tommy Wiseau, whose uh, full name, hang on, I've got it here, because people have always wondered, He's and he's always denied that his name was anything People but don't Wiseau, know where he's gotten his where money he was from. from. Yeah, right. where he was from, where his money has come from, his real name, like, because his accent obviously is not American, but he's always sit there and said, I'm but from New I'm, Orleans. I'm American, right, a Creole. Uh, damn it, I thought it had his full name here, but it's like, uh, he's from Poland, he's Polish. And it has, if you look him up on Wikipedia now, it gives his age, his full name, it gives all this background information, which has now become uh, public information because of uh, this lawsuit, because obviously the court has all of his real information because of the lawsuit, and here it is. Yeah, well, uh, Tommy Wiseauskowitz. Oh, that's a mouthful. That's a. It's lot actually. Of... It's yeah, but it's Wiseau. Thomas Pierre Wiseau, but it's but really born Tomas Wiseauskowitz is that's his a, yeah. Polish name, and does it have a year there, Rock? Fifty-five. So that makes the guy uh, man sixty, almost sixty-five years. Sixty-five this year. Yeah, well, I so mean, he's old enough to retire. Stop making shitty movies, Tommy. We all knew he was lying about his age. But I'm super happy because the way I found this is I was looking for documentaries. I knew there was the Disaster Artist. I've seen it. Super big fan of it. Love the movie. Saw it recently. Um, but I was looking for a specific, do- like a documentary on the room or Tommy Wiseau because I was curious about it. So I started looking it up online, and that's when I googled his name and I found this story, and it literally broke this week. That it's a it's in a uh, Ontario Superior Court in Canada, uh, and the, so now he he has been uh, found guilty in illegally blocking the distribution of the film back in 2017. So now because of that, and he has to pay them seven hundred thousand dollars for illegally blocking the film, they are now seeking distribution because now it's legal for them to distribute it. So now the Room Full of Spoons documentary will be distributed somewhere on a streaming platform. Expect to hear that soon in a What's Up Doc. As it should. Yeah, as it should. That's a tricky situation, though. Um, did you hear that uh, there was a huge flood in Boston, uh, in the Boston area? Um, it caused a crazy power outage. Uh, it was up to, I uh, believe, like five five feet or five inches. I don't remember. There's a, <laughs> It's the same. It, it, no, no, I think it was five feet because it was... My dick is three feet long. It was completely taking out cars, you know? I mean... Holy shit. Well, yeah, that's like uh, up to door handles on cars. Uh, yeah. Or on if it was John's car, up to where the door handle used to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I had a door handle... <laughs> if you had a door be, handle, it'd be up to that, John. Yeah, so I don't know if it's uh, exactly five feet, but I mean, at least... At least three feet in, in certain areas where it, it is completely drowning cars, and uh, you know between eighty and ninety people had to be evacuated at a hospital overnight um, just because of the flooding and what was going on. They had to be evacuated from a hospital. That's extra scary because a lot of people there are probably there with COVID related shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, naturally. No, yeah. It says uh, southeastern Massachusetts is where it was. It was a uh, it was a flash flood. Um, it dumped so five kind? five point six nine inches of rain. So inches, not. But yeah, feet. over how long a period of time did it say there? Oh, I'm sure it was continuous and nonstop. Yeah, yeah but I mean, it, usually you know, five inches. You say that, and you're like, oh, that's not shit. But five inches in an hour, two hours, that's a lot of fucking rainfall. Yeah. And there's nowhere for that to drain off to. And I mean, uh, in terms of like the like the hospital specifically, um, no one was injured in, in the movement 
of them transporting everybody. Okay, the evacuation. You know, because we've seen it where it's just easy. If you want to get some AC, you can take somebody off a ventilator and kill them. Yeah. But yeah. so they managed to... Unplug the ventilator, plug in your air cooler, <laughs> Indian family of morons, <laughs> and then kill your family member. Yeah, so they were... Uh, but the the lower land yeah, gets apparently, flooded. Yeah, uh, apparently breaking news from Hurricane Katrina. When the lower <laughs> land gets flooded, there's nowhere for it to drain off to. Then you have what's called Zydeco flooding. Waist deep. Yeah. And, uh, Waist deep. So they had to uh, adjust to, to what was happening. It was considered a flash flood. It literally happened out of nowhere. I guess they're not exactly used to stuff like that happening all the time. And, uh, yeah, Boston Boston really got hit hard and um, with f- uh, five inches plus. And, uh, it's I'm a glad- wicked deluge, yeah? Oh, so wicked hot. <laughs> it was a hot, hot storm. It was coming. a hot rain. Coming Cats in hot. and dergs. Oh, they don't say dergs. I don't. That's Irish. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Buy a bunch of pop and stay inside. <laughs> dodge, dodge it all, yo. Uh, okay, so back to you. A wicked pissa of rain <laughs> on your head. Okay. Uh, did you hear? This is uh, this is a funny one. I really I enjoyed pulling the info on this one. I enjoyed seeing the video of it, which I shared in our group, Funny Informatives, on Facebook. As did uh, a lot of people. I got a lot of responses to this one in the group. But uh, did you hear? A far right group called the Washington 3% was pranked over the weekend. Uh, quote from the organizer of the local Washington 3%, Matt Marshall. Dude, is like this is a bad impression of Borat? Was apparently his quote while he watched Sasha Baron Cohen uh, impersonate a fake country singer on a stage at one of these Washington 3% uh, movements there locally, and it was the state of Washington, not the district. And uh, again, in the video that I shared, he was uh, Sasha Baron Cohen was on there wearing overalls, like a straw hat, a big fake uh, fake beard, and he was uh, singing songs, saying, um, uh, "What what he say? Uh, who is he? Who is he calling out? He was calling out somebody by name and saying, uh, what are we gonna do? In, oh, uh, Obama, what are we gonna do? Inject him with the Wuhan flu.'" Oh, and then he boy. would change up the verses and say, Hillary, what are we going to do? Uh, lock her up like we used to do. Um, and then journalists, what are we going to do? And when he mentioned CNN, journalists, what are we going to do? Chop them up like the Saudis do. These were the quotes. And so he's singing these. Literally, the clip is like six minutes long or eight minutes long. The whole time he's singing, he gets the crowd involved and gets the crowd too. So he says, Obama, what are we going to do? And the crowd yells back, inject him with the Wuhan flu. And then he goes through all, <laughs> oh, the, no. all the verses and the crowd says it back because they're a bunch of MAGA assholes. It's really, really a fun watch. I highly recommend you go into the group page at Funny Informatives on Facebook that's, and give that a that's a check. That's crazy that he encouraged them. Or, or, like, well, that they followed no, suit? That, that, they, that he got them going, yeah. Like that they actually responded. Well, I really like the article because I saw the, I saw the, you know, the link shared and a clip of the video that was going on at the time and uh, then I saw this shared by NPR and uh, there's just it goes into detail of how uh, Borat and the production company duped these guys from the Washington 3% movement into letting them in they they uh, they they included an actual country singer and said that they were going to be with him. They brought said country singer, but before they put him on, they put Borat on in costume and he and they said they even said we'll provide our own security. We'll bring everything. Just set us up a stage and we're good to go. So they brought their own security. When they started singing and the organizers tried to stop Sasha Baron Cohen from singing on stage, they ran up to the stage and their own security that Sasha 
Baron Cohen brought with him stopped the organizers from getting to the stage and stopping him, which is why they said, we'll bring our own everything. They brought their own everything because the security was to keep them singing the song for eight minutes on stage. That's so Apparently, funny. he did that little eight to and ten minute thing, jumped off stage, everybody on stage ran to cars, w- jumped in a wait- and waiting, running cars, drove off and took out off from out of there. Apparently, the, the, the country star which was involved in this stood on the stage looking at the organizers saying, what just happened? Oh well, yeah, they and, were all duped and had no clue what the fuck was going yeah, on. Yeah, and one of them is like, uh, I mean, the, the like the headline said talking about is this like a, some kind of Borat he, spinoff? That's what he said. He said it's, he looked at one of at his fellow organizer and said, "Is this a Borat? Is this a stupid Borat character?" It's like, actually, and it was fucking Borat. Actually, yes, yeah, it absolutely. Was. And he got your asses. <laughs> uh, did you hear? So happy to report. Let's uh, that. Uh, before we get out of here. Did you hear that Cam Newton, the Patriots, uh, lost quarterback Tom Brady, so they were desperate to find Aww, somebody else, them. and the Patriots have found somebody else in Carolina Panthers quarterback, a uh, one-year deal signed to Cam Newton, as much as seven and a half million dollars. Um, they Cam Newton has had a great record against the New England Patriots. Um, I think they've only played two or three times uh, against each other, but the Panthers have won every single time. So he's like their kryptonite, you know, and maybe that's why Belichick wants him. Uh, but but the Patriots, uh, Belichick has said he always loves. Uh, Cam Newton and um, yeah, he's been a fan of Cam Newton. I read that too. Well, he's even getting- when the, like the Patriots have played uh, the Panthers in the past, he was quoted as saying like every single time after he watched Cam play, like oh, look at that guy go, like you know, just look, uh, he's amazed at his skills. Yeah, and sometimes he, so he doesn't have much, um, you know, to to play call against, uh, you know, with what Cam Newton has to offer. That so double threat. I mean, he's getting up there in age, so I mean, I feel like that's going to kind of slow him down a little bit or stop what they intend to do. Um, and the Patriots are a little bit better for having him on there because they had literally nobody else um but now the panthers have nobody else because they had kyle right? allen he just went to washington redskins i don't even know who that is kyle allen he's a rookie he's in he's, he's a tight well, end or a quarterback 24 25 years old he's a quarterback okay uh and the panthers were going to be able to either make something happen with cam newton or kyle allen now they have teddy bridgewater who's like they have bridgewater subpar at best at in, in carolina for now okay I don't know if they plan to upgrade. So they Belichick, need to. Belichick, and the Patriots really fucked up the Panthers' future by taking him, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah I heard. I, I heard Belichick was quoted this week as saying, "Sorry, I ruined your Panther party." <laughs> yeah, and he and I know Belichick would say something like that with the biggest smile on his fucking face. He definitely would. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the last one that I have. Is that it? Oh yeah, I got uh, one more, and this is just more of a uh, personal story than it really is news. But uh, did you hear? I'm working on getting this new place. I was over there checking it out actually uh, just over the weekend, and I felt some weird energy in the new place. So I asked some friends and family what to do. They said to burn some kind of giant, like it's like this giant doobie-looking thing of spice. It looks like a big joint. It's like spices. You don't smoke it. You just light it and waft it around it's the house. It's probably incense. It's weird, yeah, but it's not bad at all. It worked out pretty well. Definitely sage advice. Sage, yeah. Thanks for uh, the advice, guys. Good Keep Lord. giving it to us at uh, funny to informing <laughs> at gmail.com. Funny informatives on Facebook. Funny to informing on Instagram. Pizza underscore Peisenberg on Instagram. Buy merch over at uh, thedecaljunkie.com and support us at Patreon. That's FTI. Enough out of us. This has been episode 143 of Funny to Informing. I'm John. That's Chris Pizza Peisenberg Coleman. We hope that you guys enjoy listening as much as we enjoy chatting and shooting the shit. You can laugh with us or at us. It does not matter. Or call it. Tip your love makers.
Postpone unicorn. 